don't know what love tastes like. Hailing from the caves of Northern California, you're listening to The Wilson, Tommy, and Handy Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. of the Wilson Toy Stallion and He's Never Here show. How's it going, everybody? That's the Toy Stallion. He's back for another guest appearance. Um, Mr. Handy was supposed to be here today, and uh, he canceled literally at the last minute. I'm really sad. Yeah, because you were going to finally meet him finally today, yep. and it didn't happen. The meeting of the minds will have to wait. Yeah another week the meeting of the one mind <laughs> and handy making one complete mind possibly yeah, together. yeah probably something <laughs> like that um yeah but it's uh it's it's me wilson and i'm here with the toy stallion how you doing i'm doing good i had a single day off today all right so made the most of it with the family that's good would you like to know where i went did did you have to go to any of the the raging fires across california no i didn't i did work a lot behind the guys that went though i had did you guys send anybody yeah we sent two engines out oh they went and uh, i worked behind some of the guys and i actually got more overtime hours than than some of the guys that went out on the engine because i chose to stay at work and work for them so i had a nice paycheck that's never bad yeah um yeah i had a good week um it it was fun that's about it Did did you do anything interesting i i did but, um, you know, I just... Not interesting enough to talk about? No, not really, no. I went to uh, John's Incredible Pizza today. Oh, yeah, you did. You told me about that. Yeah. that how, is. How was that? It's interesting because the boys love it. I got two little boys. Mm-hmm. They're four and almost six, and they love it. They think it's the best thing ever. Yeah, you got like, like pizza, unlimited pizza, drinks, games. There's a freaking I- unlimited icy machine there. Yeah. Who, who, what idiot thought of that? Yeah. Like, hey, we'll give a bunch of kids <laughs> unlimited access to frozen sugar. ISIS. I know. Who thought of that? <laughs> and so they loved it. And I spent the whole time watching the eclectic did you variety to, of folks that were there. Did you? So. It, did they have that, uh, that, that, that stupid wind tunnel machine? They did. Did you do that? No. Oh. No. We did a couple. We did a lot of racing games. Did you do the roller games. coaster? Is that still there? No, the roller coaster's not there. There's like a drop. There's like a drop ride, and like a swing around ride, and then there's like these weird looking bumper cars. They got rid of the roller coaster. Yeah, though. there's no roller coaster. No. So, but I mean, the kids had a good time, and I got out of there in around two hours, so it wasn't too long. At least it's a buffet. It was a buffet, and you can. I made dude. Okay, so. I made a really cool looking plate. Uh-huh. I had these like fried chip things yeah. that were in a separate section, almost like potatoes au gratin, like the potato slices, but they were fried. 
And then so it was like potato chips. Okay. Yeah, but thick. Oh, like thicker. And um, so I found the nacho section on a different part of the so buffet. So you made nachos with so, potato yes, chips. Yes, and I put like cheese over them and pico, green onion, like all this stuff. And like people, a couple of people looked at me like, wow, that's a great idea. And yeah. it was delicious. Yeah. But it was a good time. That's like when, when, we, when we go to Southern California, a lot of times we'll stay at the Great Wolf Lodge. And a lot of times my my mother in law will come with us, mm-hmm. and um, they have a huge like indoor water park and everything with slides and stuff. But then they take care of the adults too. They have adult stuff there, as in bars. Mm. And um, uh, my mother in law at one point she went down and got a Bloody Mary from one of the bars. <laughs> Towards the morning, it was like 10 o'clock or so, but we're on vacation. And everybody that she passed by looked at it and was like, where'd you get Where that? Where is that from? Um, there's like five bars here. Mm. Just go up and ask for one. I had a delicious Bloody Mary the other morning because my wife and I, I were. I stand the tomato oh, juice. so good. I got used to it. I used to not like them. Mm-hmm. I got used to it. But we went uh, on a morning date because that's all we have time for now because of all of our kids mm-hmm. and uh, the things we have going on. But. We went to Mimosa House. She got a mimosa. I got a Bloody Mary. Oh. It was a good time. Well, speaking of drinks, maybe we should get into our world famous beers and cheers. Did I time that right? You did. You did. I thought I was going to do it by myself and sound retarded. (laughs) Probably still sounded retarded. I listen to every episode, so I kind of got the timing down. Oh, good. So I kind of do it with you guys when I'm in my truck driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds retarded, but it's catchy. Yeah, it's it it is. It yeah. sticks in your brain. Um, so for this beers and cheers, I did not make it to thin line today. They were they were actually only open to the public for about three hours. Mm-hmm. And then they had a private event going on today. So <clears throat> the the Toy Stallion actually picked up some beer from a Auburn brewery. Called, called Moonraker. Moonraker, which is he brought something from that last time he was on. It's my favorite brewery right now. Yeah, and you're actually drinking one right now. Yeah, well, the one I'm drinking right now is delicious, and it's I saw actually it up on pretty the board. good. And I I yeah. don't like stouts. No, I'm not normally a stout fan, but the lady at the bar said you need to try this, so I did, and I couldn't not buy the four pack because it was so delicious. It's a Imperial Coffee Nitro, Nitro Stout. stout. With, with sea salt. Yeah. And it, it tastes like coffee. And it also says it contains lactose. Yeah, so it's probably got a little creamer in there with yeah. the coffee. But um, it looks dark in color. I haven't poured it out yet. But it, ta- um, it tastes like coffee. Yeah, it tastes like coffee with a hint of beer mixed in. Yeah. And how, how what's the alcohol? 8%. 8? Eight? Wow. Yeah, an 8% stout. Well, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's a little high, but that's pretty standard for a stout. Wow. It, it didn't taste like it was that high. Yeah. Really delicious. It was pretty good. I'd probably, I'd drink that again. Yeah. Um, what would you rate it from one to five? Um, if I had to rate this, I don't normally drink stouts. Um, so this one's impressing me. Uh, I'm going to give this a 4.5. I, of how delicious it I is. I give it a four. There we go. Just because so I don't really like, like stouts out but it's it's good i drink it again yeah i would totally drink this again. so we'll do a 4.25 perfect on the what's it called the foam, foam walker. walker 
Foam Walker. Imperial Coffee Nitro. That's a lot. All right. (laughs) And uh, you're going to have to describe this other one. Do you know what it's called? It's uh, on the label there. It's it's their New England Triple uh, IPA. So it's a hazy. Uh, It's called Low Viz and 10% uh, ABVs. And I got this really cool oh, 64 ounce. Oh yeah, let's show this insulated there, growler. There might be a uh, a video for this episode. There might not. Depends on how much work uh, Tommy wants to do because <laughs> Toy Stallion's on here, so we're gonna have to black out his face. But uh, I'll show this to the video just so people can see it. But yeah, it's a beautiful. it's a giant so beautiful 64 ounce growler. Wow, that is hazy. Giant container of yeah. love. I don't know how to pour this. I'll pour it. Here you go. We're gonna we're gonna pour it into our uh, track seven um, memorial cups. Here. Sorry, Tommy. The toy stallion is is using yours today. We washed it. Don't worry, and we'll wash it again. Oh, that was good. That was good. That that's perfect. I've had years of practice pouring beer. Oh, so, and it smells really good. It um, smells citrusy. When when my brother in law comes up for Thanksgiving, we're probably going to have him on the show, hopefully. But uh, he talked about we're gonna we're gonna be making some beer. In, in case you didn't know, so if you want to, like a month from now, you might be able to try some of the beer that we make. I'll drink. I'll drink your beer. Yeah, let's. Uh, Let me ooh. get the lid. Ooh, it smells fruity. Yeah, that's what I said. It smells really citrusy. Yeah. When I poured it out, did you it try it? Really Have good. You no, tried I haven't tried it, it yet. yet. You try it first. Okay. Here we go. That's not bad. You think yeah. about the number you're gonna give it. I'm while thinking I, while I drink it. it. All right, I'm currently it's putting it up to my nose and giving it a sniff. Got quite a bit of citrus oh, in yeah, it. Oh yeah, that smells good. Oh yeah. Oh, that's delicious. That doesn't uh, yeah. even taste like a triple. No. Wow. That's probably one of the best triples I've had. Right it's up got... there with that. You remember that one uh, you guys had a while ago, the revision one, Dr. Lubalin? Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was pretty good. This is right up there with that. It is. This is. I think this is more like citrusy than that one. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's got the right amount of like fruit flavor, but also it's got the hoppy the flavor. Hoppiness. But not too much, like a you would think a triple IPA yeah. has. But no, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I get, I give that one a four point seven five. I'll give it the same. Okay, we'll call it four point seven four point seven five. What was that one called? That is the low viz low viz triple IPA New England triple IPA. Okay. We'll put that up there. Hopefully, uh, Tommy will be able to get on untapped and rate these for us. Because I don't do that. You hear that, Tommy? Tommy's the social media Since you're media not here expert. either. Yeah. Since, oh, yeah. Tommy's not here either. And I forget why. He's doing something with his family. I'll tell you what he's he got, doing. He's got a good excuse. He's making me cry. Yeah. Because he's not here. Yeah. That's what he's doing. At least he's got a good excuse. Unlike Handy, he gave me no excuse. He just said, I'm not going to be there. Um, but so, so we do beers and then we do cheers. Okay. You handle the cheers. 
I thought you had it. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you do. It. You do. So there's a story. This is like I only eat two two types of fast food or two places. Um, one of them's very wholesome. Actually, both of them are wholesome. I go to In-N-Out. In-N-Out's not fast food. Yes, it is. No, they say it's, it's fast not food. fast food. It's fast food. Okay. No matter how you slice it up, it's fast food. Either way, you cannot beat the quality, the consistency, and the price. Very good. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and I also um, eat at Chick-fil-A. Those are the only two places... Really fast food, unless I'm in an absolute pinch, which I can't remember the last time I went to a different fast food place. I only ate Chick-fil-A I mean, or In-N-Out. It's hard to beat the $5 box from Taco Bell when, Ta- Taco when you Bell. want some food. It is. It's a good price. Yeah. And they're usually open late. Actually, I heard, I don't have to look it up, I heard that Taco Bell was rated the number one healthiest fast food restaurant. That'd be weird. It would be weird. It's I know definitely they, not they healthy the those, next day. What what they have for a while? Those Fresca bowls or yeah. Fresca, Fresca menu? Yeah, with the tacos, yeah. and burritos, and yeah. bowls. Yeah. I never had that. I always go. Me with, neither. If I go to Taco Bell. I'm getting some which is that's garbage for yeah. you. I go to yeah. the Chalupa with all the sauce and yeah. steak and yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of diarrhea. Bubble gut. We'll talk about diarrhea later. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> Dang it. That was a good lead in. So our ch- We'll come back to that. <laughs> I wasted the lead in. So the cheers goes to the Chick-fil-A employee in Chula Vista, California. Oh, it's somewhat local. Yes. I'm going to mess up his name, and I apologize. Tauya? Tuya? Nengu? This is a man? Yes. Okay. It says he. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who manages the Chick-fil-A in Chula Vista. Because there's a a Tauya in Percy Jackson. Yeah. No, that's not this. Okay. Um. So he's 22 years old, working the drive-thru. Do you say a manager? Yeah. Wow. He noticed Good for someone. You. Yeah. He noticed someone unconscious next to a car in their parking lot. So I guess he's observing out the window as he's flinging chicken sandwiches to people in yeah, the drive-thru. Flipping that chicken. Some guy who's unconscious. And he runs outside, and this guy is like gorked. And he does CPR on him until. Medics arrived. arrived. They called 911, and the medic said that he ended up helping save this guy's life. So the so, guy didn't die? The guy didn't die. That's he good. lived. Yeah. So cheers to Tauya, Tuya, Nengu, and, and Chick-fil-A employees in general. Yeah. Because every time I good. go in there. They're always so happy. I know. And they're happy to help you, yeah. serve you. I feel like they would die every, for me. Every time you say thank you, they're like, my pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to, to them. Chick-fil-A employees. And yep. Tauya. For saving a man's life. Uh-huh. Is that the only one we had? Yeah, that's the only one. Okay, we had. that's the only one we had. Um, so speaking of diarrhea, <laughs> uh, there's a story that came out a while ago. For think, for do, you, do you, uh, do you have it up? I do. Ha- I have it up because I know I I have it somewhere. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you the headline picture that's included with this article. Is it that one? No. Oh, okay. That's my headline picture. Her face looks like she's smelling diarrhea. Really? Is that the woman? Yes. Okay. So this is the headline picture, and I don't know if you can put this in front of the camera to show people the picture that goes with the headline. Oh. 
Oh. I think that's I think that's somebody That looks like mud. Yes, I think that's somebody stepping in a muddy puddle. Okay. But that's funny that they put that <laughs> but as a headline. It's made to look like it's diarrhea. But the headline on this says homeless man drags woman in road dumps bucket of <laughs> <laughs> It's it's bad to laugh, but the the headline it says dumps bucket of hot diarrhea on her. I mean, this is disgusting. I'm sorry, and I would wish this on no one, like not even my worst enemy. I could just, but that's bad. Could you imagine? Yeah, being in that situation where just some homeless runs up on you screaming. Ah! This this happened in Hollywood. Um, it's. I think it's made national news by now. Yeah. Uh, for those of you not living in California, yeah, this, not from this area, we have an extreme homeless, homeless problem. Yeah. Every, and it's, it feels like it's everywhere. It is. Like even like up the hill in the rural areas where I work, there's yeah. homeless people everywhere and encampments and. Yeah. Anyways, they they like the rural areas because they they get to stay there for the longer. Woods. Yeah. Um, Camp in the woods. But uh, it occurred when. Um, what's her name? Heidi Van Tassel. She was getting into her car parked on Hollywood Boulevard near the Hollywood Walk of Fame after dinner at a Thai restaurant with friends. That's when a homeless man ran across Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> pulled Van Tassel out of her car, and the six foot two inch man dragged Van Tassel into the middle of the street and then dumped a bucket of feces on her. Um, I wish I knew the backstory. Yeah, like why? 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 And it, it says this is this is a quote from Van Tassel. It was diarrhea, hot liquid. I was <laughs> soaked, and it was coming off my eyelashes into my eyes. Like <laughs> for what? <laughs> like like that's enough to make you gag right there. But then like you think about this is a homeless man. A lot of homeless people don't have and good things. No. And is it just his? Yeah. Like a bucket? Yeah. W- was like, did he just not feel good for like a week? Yeah. He was storing it up. Yeah. Premeditated. It is. Durea attack. <laughs> would, would you call that assault with a deadly weapon? It, uh, maybe. It, I mean, if he had something. That's not a crime could... in California anymore. Well, HIV, well the HIV thing. Oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, you but can't I don't do know. That. You got the um, hep? You got the hep or something else? C. diff? Yeah. Ugh. It says she was taken to the hospital and underwent tests for infectious diseases, uh, but she'll have to go back and be retested every three months to make sure she doesn't have anything. Um, yeah, that happened actually, on a side note. That happened to me at work because we deal with crazies and weirdos. And I had a patient spit on me, blood spit. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I had to go to the ER to get my blood drawn, tested. He had to get his tested, and I had to go back later to make sure everything was good. Yeah, thank God everything was. But yeah, that's a process, and it, it sucked. And that mine was just blood spit on my face. Yeah, the these quotes are like, it's so bad, but it. it it, it I mean, she says it was all inside my car because it was so much. He just kept pouring it, and it. And splattering it all over me. Like that that's that's unheard of. And I, I really want to know why. So this man's name, the homeless man, Jeer Blessings is his name. First name Jeer, last name Blessings. Mr. Okay. Blessings. Charged with battery and taken to jail. Described in records as a transient with schizophrenia and psychotic disorder. So 
There you go, right there. There's your why. Yeah. He's a crazy loon. Yeah. And he felt like flinging doo doo. <laughs> flinging his doo doo. So, I feel so bad lady. for laughing, but it it is it's funny, but it's horrible. It's funny, but it's horrible because you know, like when you're, I have two little boys. Like I mentioned earlier, but poop and fart jokes. Yeah, they, they, they never get old. No, never. And this feels like a the worst poop joke ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Um. Yeah, but it, uh, so credit to Van Tassel, Heidi Van Tassel, because she said he doesn't need jail time. He needs mental health care. I have empathy for him because he needs help. So I'd be pissed. I'd be like, yeah, Good throw on that her. guy in jail. Good on her. Get rid of him. He shouldn't be on the street, you know, but especially yeah. if she's got something permanently wrong with her or contract some sort of disease. Yeah. Like, that could ruin your life. Oof. I, I, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry we threw that one out as the first story, but we had... Oh, well, we got it out of the way. In. Yeah, we got it out of the way. We got bubble gut diarrhea yeah. out of the way. Um, Which, really, in real life, you have to before you do anything else, if that's what you got. Yeah, you got to take bubble care gut, of the bubble gut you gotta get before rid of you can it. do anything else. So. Um, let's let's transition to some some sports because there's a oh, lot, yes. lot that has happened in the sports world across all sporting categories this week um first thing i want to talk about because it, it hits close to home for me and for you because i know you're a giants fan mm-hmm. um the giants have selected a new manager yes they have this is uh really big and news I, yeah i kind of want to hear your take on it because a lot of people have said why and well, why they needed a new manager? Th- they did, but why him? Why not somebody else? One of the other candidates? Because uh, I've heard a lot of uh, they they selected Gabe Kepler, who was previously the Phillies manager, right? Yes, for two years. For two years, but he took a break, did he? Because I thought it was 2016. No, I'm not aware of a break that he had. So um, he was the Phillies manager last year. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I I thought maybe it was he started in 2016. Yes. Okay. They wanted um, him. Um, they wanted him out. The um, Phillies did. Yeah, because he wasn't winning games. Yeah. So, but that, the organization—that's the, the big complaint I've heard—is yeah. he has a bad record. Yeah. Which, to that, I say, Bochi did not have the best record. No, he, became he was our almost. Manager. I mean, even when he was done, when he, he was, was just done. about even. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all season to season, and I think it really depends on. You know, who was there at the right time? Yeah, and he could be there at the right time. Yeah. So I mean, Giants are into the a, rebuilding phase now. Yeah. Um, Zadi's working on rebuilding him. He has a they, history with this guy through the Dodgers. Yeah. So I think it was a good pick. I th- yeah, I think that might be one of the big factors. Is Zadi knew him through the Dodgers. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, why? Because he was a, a Dodger, but the same thing. Like Saudi's been been good for the Giants. I feel like since they picked him up. Oh yeah, um, he's made a lot of good, especially moves. with the Yastrzemski pickup. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Clutch. Yeah. We lost Will Smith though. You we did. That? He's at Braves. He's at Braves and now. Then Braves. I heard a story today that said Madison Bumgarner might we be could looking be, at the Braves. We could be losing. Well, he's from uh, Georgia. Yeah, which makes but sense. He denied the uh, or Seven, turned down the Giants' qualifying offer. Yeah, seventeen point so, eight million, I think yeah. it was. So subsequently, if the Giants don't pick him up, he the Giants will get or they don't get him on a contract, something better. 
yeah. Giants will get a draft pick for that. So that's so, good. Which is good. But we are rebuilding. Yeah. And I can't blame Bump. I mean, he's not the Bump he used to be, but he's still a good pitcher. He he had a good year last year. And I'm year. always going to be a fan. Yeah. I love Mad Bum. Yeah. I mean, the dude, he won us, helped win us three World Series. That's yeah. unprecedented. Uh, I think it said he had, uh, he it was 11 years he was with the Giants. Yeah. To that, well, just about, yeah. I think he it was started 11. pitching, I think, consistently on the major league level in 2010. Yeah. And he had a that really good World Series game. Yeah. In Texas. And yeah, he's done a lot of good things for him. Yeah. I mean, he's the best statistically, he's the best postseason pitcher in, in history. Yeah. So he's a good guy and I wish him all the best. I mean, I I would hope to get him back, but you know, if not, I have trust that yeah. Zodi's I mean he's, be able to he's build. what, thirty thirty two, I think now? Yeah, I think he's Some, thirty two. Something like old. that. Thirty or thirty two, something. Um, so and he's a country boy. Yeah, I just I I wish he didn't have those injuries because I feel like that could have uh, helped us out in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's still a good pitcher, and whoever he goes to, he's gonna do good for him. Yeah, I um, think so. But sticking you you talked about Texas at one point, right? Oh, oh the, the Rangers. Se- yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. But sticking with Texas, let's let's go into the, that story with the other Texas team. Oh. <laughs> um, We're going to stay in baseball. Yep. And um I feel bad because um I know Wilson has family. I also have family that are Astros fans. And this is not only a uh, bad story about the Astros. This taints baseball in general because it just—it's such a bad, just—it's just a bad thing for baseball. See, what I'm wondering. So the Astros—they've uh, uh, been. Yeah, we're talking about charged. the Astros. Yeah, uh, the Astros now, not the Rangers. They've been charged, or it has been proven that they use sign stealing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the ins and outs of. The charging versus it's been proven yet with an investigation. Yeah. But there is strong evidence that it, they used a lo-fi video system. They said they used the center field camera. Yeah. To steal signs. No, it was like a person. A special, person? Yes, that they placed. See. What, there could be conflicting information. Yeah. But. See, because what I, the story I heard was they used the center field camera, which I was wondering. I was like, wait, uh, that camera... You is can't. It, is it is it on a delay? No, you can't have. Okay, so I had a really cool experience. I want to tell you. I haven't told you about this yet. So towards it, towards the end of the season, I got field passes for a Giants Dodger game because one of my friends knows one of the assistant batting coaches for the Giants. His name's Rick Shue. Super nice guy. Well, he tells him, "Hey, me and my buddy are coming down for the game. Love to say hi to you." He's like, hey, I just put your guys' names on the field pass for batting practice. Oh, wow. So come in and and uh, check it out. So we get back there, and uh, we're behind the cage at home plate. Wow. Watching everybody take batting practice before the game. That's it cool. Was, I got my picture with Bochi. It was awesome. Yeah. Like one of the coolest experiences of my life. <laughs> so to make it even better, we get um, he comes over and says hi to us. You know, starts talking to my my buddy Eric, and he says, "Hey, I want I want to show you guys my office." So we're like, "Oh, where where's that?" So we walk past, and he did like one of the 
like we felt super important. Like, hey, these guys are with me. <laughs> yeah. So we got to pass security. <laughs> That's me. I'm with him. Yeah. I- I'm relating this story to the Astros. I'm, trust me. So he takes us down through the dugout. We say hi to a couple. And we'll get into it. We say hi to a couple Giants players. Shake their hands. A couple former Giants legends shake their hands. And then <laughs> Will walk. Clark. No. Oh. I've, I've, I have met Will Clark, though. Super nice guy. I've actually talked to him quite a few times. I won't get into that, but very nice man. Uh, so we walk down through the dugout, down the tunnel. And as you go through the dugout, um, down this tunnel, there's these big batting cages off to your left. There's workout equipment. There's, um, you know, video screens. And then he takes us into this like little alcove area and he goes, okay, this is where I work, you know, most of the game. And it's this computer set up with these three computer screens, monitors, and these two big TVs, like big, you know, 4k HD TVs that are set up. And he's like, this is where we do like, uh, my job is to get players that are coming in getting ready to hit or, you know, or studying a pitcher um, and, and finding out what his tells are, or what we think he's going to do. So they have the ability back there, back behind where this is, for the Giants behind their dugout. They can bring up any pitcher versus any batter, all-time pitches by type, you know, even just the at-bat, if you want to watch the whole whole at-bat, the pitching sequence, anything they want to bring up, it's all broken down. Has, like, by a graph pitch, for everything? Yes, by pitch, by at-bat, and it's pitcher versus whatever batter they want they can look it up and see whatever they want so they they look for tells yeah that, oh this guy's gonna look how he bends his glove here when he's gonna throw a curveball yeah so we want the batters to look out for that the catch to that is is a couple of years ago so they can go down and look at this anytime they want but pitchers also can too so the catch to that is a couple of years ago mlb banned live feeds to the dugout okay. for this exact reason yeah. Because it was causing people to be able to steal signs and tip off the batter. So they stopped doing that. So was this banned when the Astros were in 2017? Yes. It yes, was? It okay. was. You're, you weren't allowed to have live feeds. And I have no problem. I think it's part of the game. If you have a guy on second or you have a pitcher that's been in the game for six innings, seven innings, and you're trying to figure this guy out— and the guy on you, second, and the guy on sees. second is you know looking at the that's part of baseball. Yeah, you're looking at you know there's a runner on second. He's watching the catcher. Yeah, you you're, know he's tipping off the I batter think, as I to what he thinks the, the pitcher's going to do. Right, you can't use technology. Yeah, if you're doing it line of sight, visual, yeah. looking at your guy, they're looking at their guy. You know that's all part of the game. Yeah, once you start using technology, you're cheating. Yeah, and it looks like that's what the Astros did. They so had a live feed going. They in. had a live feed look like going to the dugout. But I feel like even that you're going to have some delay. They, so how are they? So, okay, so I watched that? a I watched a sequence of a particular bat. It was Alex Bregman, I believe, or somebody else, or their catcher at the time, the bearded guy. Yeah, can't remember his name, but it was so instant. They would zoom in on the catcher. You could hear it, and they enhanced the audio. And if the pitcher was throwing an off-speed pitch. A split second later, you would hear a banging of the trash can in the dugout. Oh. And that was for an off-speed pitch. Oh. So he would know, and that's huge. Not so much location. It's yeah, easy to, you, you to just judge know, location. Like, hey, wait but for But you it. know, 
like the waiting for it, that's probably one of the hardest parts about hitting. Yeah, is getting the off-speed stuff versus the fast stuff because you can see if something's going to be out in, uh, you know, up down, whatever. The speed is a little bit harder to judge. Yeah. So every off-speed pitch, you could hear it every single one. Boom! Dang, dang, on the trash can, and huh. they, it was the entire sequence. Huh. So, I, I it's bad for baseball, and I I don't know, you know, what punishments have come down, but. All the players yeah, and we'll coaches see. involved have denied any of it. I know uh, Carlos Beltran, he was a uh, part of the Astros organization in 2017. He just got hired uh, with the Yankees as one of their coaches. He denied all the allegations and said, you know, the only stealing of signs that we did was, you know, the natural visual line of sight, sight stuff that everybody yeah. does. Yeah. So, but my opinion is it's just bad for baseball. Um, as a, As a baseball fan, I hate to see it. Um, and I really like the Astros. Yeah. I think they're a great team of young guys, and their organization's done a good job to bring those guys up. And it's so crappy to see. So my thing is, this is kind of going a little bit off, but um, they're talking about using um, AI umpires in baseball. What a terrible idea. So how how come you cannot use technology to help your own team but they can use technology to call the balls and strikes in in baseball. I think it's gotten to the point where it's as far as it should go. Yeah, with video replay. Yeah, there has to be a line, some kind of human element yeah. involved in the game. Yeah, with the rules and judging and all that stuff. That's how it's always been. It needs to be done. It needs to be cut off where it is. It's fine where it is. Yeah, they're judging fouls. They're judging safe. Out calls, which are significant. The home run calls the home that are runs, on the line. No problem with that. Yeah. But strike zones and a robot? No. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. That's a complete judgment call. And yeah. that's something that you adapt and, to as a hitter. And that takes away from the position of catcher. Those guys have a skill. Yeah, they, they do. They call pitches based on who the batter is, the sequence of pitches they think they need to throw them, what the umpire calls yeah what his tendencies are they know this umpire calls low yeah this umpire calls the framing the framing yeah it's all gone when you start using a bot you you might as well just not worry about and just catch the ball where it's at yeah yeah terrible um that's that's kind of how i felt about that um the stealing signs yeah you shouldn't be using video the my whole thing was i didn't know like i thought that because there's always a delay on tv you know, so I figured there's got to be somewhat of a delay. No, that's why I think it was the story is that they put a guy out there and he was using his own, somehow using his own video camera and they had he a was, direct feed real time. He had like a walkie talkie or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be an off speed <laughs> over. <laughs> 10 four, good buddy. Off speed. Oh, he, he just pitched it. You're too late. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I don't know. What do, what else do we have in the sports field? Uh, so this we took care of baseball. Let's move to my second favorite sport, which is football. And okay. the big news. Oh of the week, yeah, the big news of the week um, is the the Thursday night football game. And first of all, the Browns won. Good lord! <laughs> How yeah. did the Browns beat the Steelers? Yeah, but like that, like yeah, Roethlisberger's out. But Mason Rudolph, he he isn't bad. He's not bad, but he's not. He's good. I feel, I feel like he's a, a Garoppolo. 
I think Garoppolo is a little bit better, but I would say the same about Garoppolo. He's yeah. not bad, but he's, he's not, not great. good. Yeah, that, that's which the same is the other way game we're going to talk about too. Yeah, um, but the the big story with the Steelers Browns game is uh, Miles Garrett ripping the helmet off of uh, Rudolph and then proceeding to hit him over the head with the helmet, mercilessly beating yeah Mason Rudolph over the head with his helmet. Um, that I I feel like. For one, every time I see a fight in football, you see the idiots that start punching somebody with a helmet on. And <laughs> why you're would like, you do that? why? <laughs> what why? are you doing? <laughs> Did you see they were kicking Miles Garrett, some of the Steelers players? They were <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like a like a prison brawl, dude. They just had them on the ground they were kicking him. Is there one <laughs> in between the legs? I, I, I think there was. I don't know. There I think there was. But it, seriously, when when I see fights in football, I'm like, oh, you idiot. Why are you punching someone with the helmet? Yeah. But then there's the people who, like Miles Garrett, rip the helmet off or take their helmet off and the other person takes their helmet off. And then they go to town. And it's, it, at that point, it's like hockey. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But this one was a blatant, I'm ripping your helmet off. Yeah. And then I'm going to beat you over the head with it. <laughs> Have you seen all the memes? Uh, I, heard, I heard there was a lot. So that you know the little whack-a-mole? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. somebody superimposed Miles Garrett's head onto a kid playing whack-a-mole <laughs> with a Steelers helmet and then Mason Rudolph in the little whack-a-mole holes. And popping up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, but so they, It's so bad. I'm sorry. It's terrible. Like it's bad for football. but <laughs> Yeah. I, I feel like uh, Mason Rudolph handled it like a champ in his press conference after the game. And he's like, that's that's Bush League. Yeah, I know. I I mean, I'm a um, fan of how he handled it. I think he did a little bit of instigating. How Miles Garrett handled it was he, completely he out of line. But Mason Rudolph he, instigated a little bit. Yeah, he did. He shouldn't have, uh, like, got, like, when the play's done, the play's done. Yeah. You know, leave it alone. Well, that, well this is the thing is Miles Garrett was laying on top of him and I think wouldn't get off. And yeah. then it came, it started with this Mason Rudolph pushing him, like, get off me. Yeah. And then it turned into Mason Rudolph trying to rip his helmet off. Yeah. And so I, and then it just escalated from there. There there's there's definitely like some some uh what do you call it? Like it it's it's on both sides. But but Miles Garrett should not have tried to beat him over the head with a helmet. <laughs> oh, no, that's assault. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and that's a big else. thing. Like that's assault with a deadly weapon right there. <laughs> And they were talking about that, like uh, Rudolph could have char- like tried to press charges against him. For I mean, it. he could have. He could have, and he said, "No, I'm not going to." And the crappy thing is, is that, is that I was listening to a, a sports talk show this morning. Um, they were talking about the game and how it, some of the Browns fans turned the game off because they were up, and it was only this was in like the very last seconds of the game. Yeah. Some of the Browns fans, it was like they turned their TV off. They were like, "Cool, we won. We beat the Steelers. Woo, we're going to bed." Yeah. They wake up the next morning and their their best defensive player just, <laughs> yeah. just and he got suspended indefinitely without pay. Without pay, so he lost three million dollars. That's a lot of money. That is. For, that's almost worse than jail time for <laughs> assault. Yeah. You lose three million dollars because yeah. you tried to assault. Man, Ugh. what are so what are they thinking? Yeah, like they they're trying to bring a better a better um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a a better state of mind, a better you know 
thinking about football, better environment, more yeah. country, more patriotic, more family. Yeah. And this type of thing just, it gets you away from that. that that's one thing I want to talk about. Like, they've done a lot, the NFL in a whole yeah. has done a lot towards like, oh, look, this team went out with uh, the Army and hung out yeah. with them. This mm-hmm. team went out with the National Guard. This team went out with the Marines. Or and they, they show that during This the, team helped a bunch of veterans kids that are out yeah. overseas, yeah. you know, and hosted them or whatever. Yeah, they have like, been doing a ton of that. I'm like, well, why are you doing that now? I'm I'm just wondering. Like they pissed people off, dude. They did. And now there's still these. We can add on to this because you know who just had an NFL tryout. Oh yeah, did you hear about that? By the way, I didn't hear specifics. What, what he did? No. So it got to be. So it was supposed to be at three o'clock Eastern time, which would have been twelve here. Okay. And um, the NFL had set it up to where they were going to have certain people out there to help him with his workout and run the drills. What for do you him. mean help him? Oh, like so, like coaches and stuff like that. Like and, people to catch passes. Yeah. And- well, they brought in two. I think two wide receivers okay. for him to throw to. Okay. But Kaepernick also brought in. I think five. Did they bring him like a pad for the sideline to simulate his kneeling on to rest his knee? <laughs> I don't know. Like here we want Maybe. you to practice this. Um, but. Like, they brought in a couple wide receivers. I think Kaepernick brought in five of his own. But, like, 30 minutes before the workout was supposed to happen, Kaepernick decided to change the venue to a high school, a completely different venue. When everybody had showed up to this one to watch, 25 teams out of the the 32 in the NFL showed up to watch him. And he changed the venue to a different venue. I did not know this. Yes. It just came out. Dude, that is calculated yeah something is weird about that yeah why would you do that i don't know you got your big shot because they sued the nfl and got a settlement yeah and you want to come back and then you pull garbage like that yeah it i i don't know why and it was weird when i saw it. i was like why would you do that and the whole thing was like a lot of the media was portraying it as oh whoa is kaepernick Mm. And um, the NFL is not helping him out at all. But in reality, they they helped him out quite. The NFL a bit. doesn't help anybody out. Yeah, they 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 brought in those those coaches to help him with the the workout and plan the stuff. That they brought like in, help right there. They brought in wide receivers. Yeah, hey, that help sounds him like out. help right there yeah. too. And 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 then for some reason he changes the venue thirty minutes before and says we're doing it here instead. Dude, he's a loser. And I'm sorry to say that. Back in the day, I went to the the I went to Colin Kaepernick's breakout game, that Monday Night Football game against the Bears, when he absolutely destroyed them. I think he ran for over a hundred yards. It, it, they just destroyed the Bears. Yeah. I was like, dude, this guy's a future. When yeah. we made it to the Super Bowl with him, oh, it was, and then things just went downhill from there. So I'm I'm ashamed to say that I was a fan of Colin Kaepernick. I even ha- I had a jersey. Yeah, so proud to wear it on Sunday. Yeah, and not then- anymore. And then you get this Colin Kaepernick now. So and I, 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 was, I was talking about this with somebody earlier in the week, and I said, yeah, when Colin Kaepernick came out, he was he was a good quarterback. He was. Nobody knew any style like that previously. No. So he was, was, he was something unique. new. Nobody knew how to the deal with that. The closest was Michael Vick. Yeah. And we know how that ended. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, I mean, like, he, he was good, but then teams figured out, oh, this is how he plays. 
Yeah. So after that, he he was basically worthless. He didn't adapt to the changes that he needed to yeah. to make himself a better player. Yeah. And I feel like he still hasn't done that. And he then just, that freaking pass in the Super Bowl, the corner of the end zone to Michael Crabtree. Yeah. Or the championship game, rather. Freaking Richard Sherman. Yeah. Who's now a 49er. Which I, I'm, I don't like that guy, but he's good. He's it, decent he's, now. He's he, not what he used he, to be, but he's, he's not, good. I, I still don't like him. The, the good thing about him is he's a veteran, and there's a lot of young people mm. on the 49ers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's there to coach them and say, hey— we need to do this. We need to do yes, that. Yes, I do. I will agree with that. He is same, a good. Same thing with Joe uh, Joe Staley. Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. on on the offensive. Line. Yeah, he's he had a rough game on Monday night. He's out again. Yeah, we'll talk about Monday night. Finish Kaepernick really quick. Well, I'm I'm done with Kaepernick. I, I've been done with him since. I don't like think he'll have it. Years ago. I don't think any teams will pick him up. I, well, my we'll thing see. with him is somebody we'll might pick him up as a backup. Maybe my thing with him is he was protesting something that he felt was relevant. Good on you. That's fine. You're gonna protest the way you did by disrespecting something else that's completely unrelated. Yeah, that's not how you do that. Yeah, that you just piss people off. Yeah, if you were to do it smart, you would have protested some other way or yeah. on your own time. Yeah, exactly, and that's so. Like, I'm a fan of the Warriors, mm-hmm. and Steph Curry, like he's a he's an amazing basketball player, mm-hmm. hands down. Not right now, probably. Well, not right now because he <laughs> broke his hand, but uh, hands down, he's one of the best shooters that's ever been mm-hmm. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not agree with his political views, but the thing is, he does not translate that into like his playing unlike his coach yeah exactly but yeah that's those are my favorite kind of athletes like you're really good whatever field of sport you decide and he does whatever he wants to on his off time yeah like good for you good on you yeah do it that's fine i'll agree with that yeah Mm. yeah well Um, it's unfortunate but i don't i don't i honestly don't think he'll i don't think he'll have a job people are We'll see. I didn't. Him. I didn't see his his because I think it was going on like right before we started recording. Yeah. Um. So it it'll come out later how he did and everything, and the media will probably portray it one way. Um. But yeah, we're done with Kaepernick for now. <laughs> um. Let's go. go with, no. Who said that? <laughs> uh. Let's go into the uh wonderful Monday night football game. That was okay. I, I feel like that was one of the games of the year. That was def that was one of the games of the last few years. Yeah. It was back and forth the whole time. It was. Let me first start by saying I'm a diehard Niners fan. Have been since I was little. My dad dad a Niners fan. I'm a Niners fan. Siblings Niners fans. Everybody I think except for my grandpa, who was a diehard Cowboys fan. Poor guy. Yeah. Too bad for those people. I mean, we both haven't won a Super Bowl in a while, but the Monday night football game was amazing. It was. It was a good game. Um, I feel like it 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 was back and forth the whole time, but then you you I mean, I'm I'm sure there were calls on both sides that, that went bad. There there was and I I since I'm a Niners fan, I didn't notice the ones that Probably went bad on the Seattle side. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, you don't care about those because yeah, they go in your favor. The one that I remember at the end 
was the Niners when they kicked that field goal and you had the the rookie, which he'd been doing amazing. Yeah. For for coming on a week before 40, a forty seven yarder to 47 tie the yarder game to yeah to tie the game and then it, what was it a forty eight yarder to win it it was a forty it was another forty seven yarder another forty seven yarder to win it and he shanks it um, I feel like that call the the spot on the ball like ball placement was oh was that bad. first down call that was a first down it should have been he a first made down made it and I think that was a bad call yeah um I think the Niners had multiple chances to win that they should have taken advantage of. And as much as I want to be a Jimmy Garoppolo fan, we talked about, you know, earlier about being, you know, good versus great. Yeah. Decent. Jimmy Garoppolo it, it is showed, not an elite quarterback. Showed, yeah, it shows when you're in overtime. Um, one of the things that I thought about was um, he's – I feel like he's good. And he could, he could, like, he, he, that was a good drive. Oh, it was. Well, he, he was shaky. He was. But he made some passes. And then uh, on the other side of that, some of the wide receivers, I mean, how many yes. drop passes? Drop passes. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you, you can't base his stats off of just the stats. Yeah. Because there were a lot of throws where he got it to the person and they just didn't catch it. Yeah. And, and there were a few I, throws, though, that he got lucky on that didn't get intercepted. And I, I, I don't want to, like, it, it's hard to mention this because I know it's part of the game, but a lot of our the 49ers' good players were out. Yeah. Like, Emmanuel, uh, uh, what's his name? Sanders. 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 Kittle. Kittle. Yeah. And you could see Kittle. That's that's one of the things I like throughout that whole game. They kept showing shots of, of Kittle up in the box he there. He is my, new favorite, yeah. my, my newest favorite player. Yeah. I love He's that guy. He's so enthused. Yeah. Did you hear him on the mic'd up the game before? I can't remember. Oh, I probably dude. did. He, he's hilarious. Yeah. Um. I I feel like the 49ers could have won that game, and if the calls would have went a little bit better, but then I don't I don't know because like I said I I wasn't really paying attention to the the bad calls for the Seahawks. Yeah. But um definitely that last call on the the spot of the ball I feel like it was a at least a full yard. I feel like off. that was a determining. That yeah. was one of the the worst that missed was, calls. Like that was game. that was almost that pass interference call for the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the less passer, egre- less egregious because yeah. Based on some of the video, both of the video evidences, you could tell. I mean, that pass interference was so bad. Yeah, it was bad. But this one, you, I mean, you could tell if you're paying attention that. But I mean, non-conclusive, maybe. Like it, I, I can't remember it fully, but I I feel like he got tackled, but he was never on the ground until after he, he was past the the first down line. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but it was a great game nonetheless. It, it was one of the best games, back and forth. The defensive touchdowns, the swing of the momentum, yeah. that interception of Russell Wilson in the red zone. Oh, yeah. I thought we had the game then. I yeah. was like, oh, we're going to win. Yeah. It's it. That's yeah. it. That's ours. But, I mean, credit to Russell Wilson. As much as I hate the Seahawks and my entire um, uh, extended family, my wife's family, they're all up in Seattle. We had a text thread going during the game. Uh-oh. We're just back and forth. And they're very friendly about it. They're very... You know, just like I am, but it was pretty funny to watch. They were, I mean, 
I felt like I should have had a doctor's appointment after that game. My blood pressure was probably skyrocketed. Yeah, but the the one thing I can take out of that is the 49ers still have a better record than Seattle. So they do, and they're. I I mean, I hope they win this week against Arizona. They're supposed to. They should. We'll they already see. beat them once. Yeah, they already beat them once in Arizona, and Jimmy G needs to have a bounce back game, and they 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 need to work he through lo- these injuries. Was but. was the Arizona game the one where he looked? Like the, the the great quarterback. No, that was good. that was the game before. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he threw for four touchdowns. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first Emmanuel Sanders game, who's been a huge addition. Oh yeah, big huge. pickup. They need another one. They need to get another wide receiver. If they, they can get another they need one and Kittle to come back, Kittle uh, Sanders and another elite Juszczyk. wide receiver. Use Jack clutch. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was my my biggest thing with that game was after it was over. The Niners, the Seahawks are a legit team. I hate them. They're a legit team. Everybody afterwards that I was seeing on social media, across some of the sports world, like, look what happens when the Niners have to play a legit team and they fail. Like, that's not what happened. No. They could have easily won that game. Yeah. I mean... That game could have gone either way. Not their best offensive game, but it could have gone either way. Yeah. So you play an elite team with injuries. You miss on a field goal that was absolutely shanked by a rookie kicker, and then you want to tell the Niners that they're not a legitimate team? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They could have easily just as won, just as easily have won, and they would be saying something different. I mean, but it, it was just a great game all around. You can't it deny was. it. It yeah. was just good. Yeah. And. And I hate Russell Wilson, but, man, he's clutch. And Definitely MVP so for the year th- so far. There's a reason. Um, so that game happened on Monday night. After that game happened, they switched the 49ers game for tomorrow, Sunday, to primetime. No, that, that's the Packers game. What? Yeah, it's the Packers game. So they switched the Packers game from just a regular run-of-the-mill Sunday game to Sunday night football. The Arizona Cardinals game, I don't know. We'll check the schedule. Here. Niners Just got so switched. Verify. I know they did. They did. They got two of their games switched to prime time, and one of them is the Packer game. It got switched to Sunday Night Football. It got flexed. Oh, okay. But, um, I know the Niners did for sure because they were supposed to play like midday or something like that, and I think now they're playing yeah. at like 530. But, I mean, the AFC is a mess right now. The only good team is the Patriots, really. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. I mean, and what, the Ravens. What happened with the Patriots? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That was a fluke. I think every every team gets like a crap game. Yeah, that was maybe their crap game. Yeah, and uh, uh, th- that's kind of that's kind of why. I mean, I love college football more than I love uh, uh, professional football, but I feel like the the ranking system needs to be better in college. It does. It does. Yeah, and they need more of a playoff. Yes, yeah, just, uh, just not no, the top more, four. More than four? Yeah, they need at least eight. I think eight is good. Yeah, eight yeah. would be great. Um, but uh, speaking of college, I I know that you like the uh, the Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, I'm a Beaver fan. Which I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they are horrible. But as you're as you're wearing your Oregon Ducks, I know T-shirt. Um, which they are playing in what's it five th- uh, two hours? They, oh, great! They will start playing. Perfect. Yeah, they're going to get another win against Arizona. Um, but their ranks, uh, the Ducks are ranked sixth right now in the in college football playoff rankings. Um, 
I think if they went out, they might make it. Yeah, maybe they could. And and because who else is up there? It's LSU, Ohio, Ohio, Georgia is fourth. They just won today. I think they did. At least I was watching the game before we we started recording. They were they were up. Um, who else is up there? I can't remember who else is up well, there. Well, I'm just going to pick a team right now since I know the Beavers aren't anywhere close. I think, Nor will they ever be. I think I'm going to pick LSU. LSU. Yeah. I'm going to pick LSU. They, they're they're the close. I, I feel like the Ducks, they could contend with them. I, th- I feel like it'd be a good game. It, it, it'd be a Monday night 49ers Seahawks game. Best game of the year. Best game of the last few years. Yeah. Really good. Um, but to give credit to you and your team, they're four and five right now, and I don't know. If, I don't know if they won today. Yeah, let's give them credit. But if they did, they're going to be at five hundred for the first time in how many seasons? I don't know. Forever. Yeah. The last good memory I have of the Beavers football team is when they beat USC when they were ranked, and everybody flooded the field afterwards. Do you remember the game? When Sac State played Oregon State, and they beat them, and Sac State beat them, and and the kicker that that kicked the winning field goal, he was a walk on, <laughs> a walk on. Please don't talk about it. And after that game happened, and he uh, kicked the winning field goal, they gave him a full ride scholarship to Sac State. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, it's Sac State, so <laughs> <laughs> still sorry, I, Sac State. You're legitimate i'm sorry that was mean legitimate in your league <laughs> but you, you which what are they are they in the big sky is that the league that i don't in? remember i don't know even i don't know think what conference so they're in i don't know but they beat the the beavers but yeah we got a good uh there's a good nfl week coming up on uh, uh this week we already had a crazy game on thursday night and uh the rest of sunday and monday is gonna be good mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see where the niners go from here i mean they got the monkey off their back with yep. a loss, they they no longer have that pressure, and I think once they do play the Seahawks, because the next time they do is on December twenty ninth, is the last game of the season. I think they'll be, everybody will be back. healed yeah. and back, and it will be. I think it'll still be a close game because it's hard to play up in Seattle. And I I feel like the Forty ers loss against the Seahawks is better than the Patriots loss. It is. It is as much as I hate to see them lose against the Seahawks because I hate the Seahawks, but it is. It's more legitimate than the Patriots' <laughs> loss. Good lord, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, but I mean, every team gets a crappy game. Yeah. So, um, let's let's move on from sports. Oh no, not sports. We're well, kind of sports. Yeah, there's... we're gonna we're gonna move to uh, what's next? Oh, oh yes, the University of Virginia. Virginia. So, um, recently on Monday, we had Veterans Day holiday. Um, University of Virginia, for the last decade, has done a 21-gun salute on their property um, that was done by the ROTC program at the university. Um, Yes. For some reason, this year, they decided that was not going to happen. Because of sensitive people. Sensitive individuals yes at at the university they said it could be a distraction to students and um that it would they said it it would would scare scare them them, basically yeah which i think is a cop-out and you're 
you've had this tradition for the last 10 years. You're doing it, which is a standard military thing, a 21-gun salute. Yeah. And and they they made the argument that 21-gun salute is for fallen people. Which you which still... It is. Technically, on Veterans Day, you still remember... Those veterans that have fallen. Yeah. I mean, Veterans Day is more for the... The, the, the people who have served. But you still... People still, who have served are dead as well. Yes. Or passed away. Yes. So you honor those folks as well. And I feel like that's, yeah, it's it's a cop-out. It's it's them saying, oh, the media has put up all these things about school shootings, stuff like that. Guns might make the students upset. Yeah. And I, it's... Which, why aren't you telling... Your students know it's been there for the last 10 years. Yes. It's Veterans Day. They know. You know it's coming. Why would you make that decision? I don't. I don't know. At the expense of uh, upsetting the silent majority, yeah, which are mostly patriotic, it, it, standard American gun right, free, freedom loving folks. Yeah, you're upsetting them. Those are the majority of the people that support you, which their decision ultimately showed. Yes, <laughs> that <they> did because <laughs> it came out. I think today. Yes. Just a couple that, hours ago. That um, the University of Virginia has apologized for not doing the 21-gun salute, and they have said they have reinstated it from now on. <sighs> it, it, it makes you wonder, like, what... We just cater to people. Yeah. We cater to the squeaky wheel nowadays that and and that's something that we've been talking about on the show for a long time it's it's the whole cancel culture it's the loudest voice yeah and and i guess at university of virginia the loudest voice was that type of person you know my opinion of the majority of america is people just want to be left alone to live their own lives and do what they want to do without government interference yeah and that seems to be attacked more and more these days. And yeah. it's upsetting. And this is just an example of that. And and then <laughs> them backpedaling, <laughs> oh, we're sorry. Yeah. I, which, whatever reason they did it, because they were going to lose some kind of sponsorship or funding or support or whatever. Yeah, At which, least in the end, they made the right decision. Yeah. And they said uh, no matter what. When this came out, the story that they weren't doing it anymore, they said no matter what, it will happen on Memorial Day, which is the holiday to uh, celebrate the people whose lives were lost in the line of duty. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can see where they're coming from, but still it's it's like you've done it for the last 10 years. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm just so tired. I, I guess on a grander scale, I'm so tired of sensitive people. Yeah. It's upsetting me. Yeah. That the squeaky wheel is getting the oil, even though we know the majority of people don't speak up because they just want to be left alone and left to do their own thing. And that goes along the lines of the whole thing that's happened recently in the area with uh, Deputy Brian Ishmael being shot and killed. Like I said it last week. The, the the turnout for the procession uh, was incredible. It's the biggest turnout I've ever seen before. I got to watch part of it and stand on, to, stand on top of one of our engines. We didn't get to see. So the end of it was at 
uh, a certain exit up uh, up the hill, Ray Lawyer Drive. We got a call in the middle of this because we were still on duty, and we had to go investigate. But by the time we were done and do, doing the call, we had to park further up the highway. Yeah, which was past the exit where the majority of the procession left. Yeah, it kept going past and went to like downtown in the main city where he was killed. Yeah, so Brian got brought to Placerville where they did this really, really awesome ceremony uh, through downtown where they marched, you know, the horse with the backwards the, boots. The riderless horse. Yes, and the yeah. hearse and all the deputies and everything. But we we got to see the hearse come by and a few of the deputies, and we stood on top of the engine and did the salute. And, man, I got a little emotional. Yeah. It was, it was rough to see. Um, but I felt lucky to be just a small, very small, minuscule part of it and yeah. get to stand on the engine and, and show my respects to the guy. And I had only run a couple of calls with Brian, you know, on fire. He, he was um, EDSO, uh, and we intermix on a couple of calls now and then. But, I mean, every time I had an interaction with the guy, nicest guy ever. Yeah. Always had a smile on his face. Didn't matter what was going on. Could always make conversation with you. Family man, good guy. It was a huge loss. But I was proud to be able to be a small part of uh, of of the the procession and and everything that went on. Yeah. But and like I said, with with the whole thing, like I've never seen this big of turnout, especially like even even through the areas where he was not a part of that yeah. community. Like through the counties where he he didn't serve mm -hmm. there, but there were still a ton of people out there showing support. Blue ribbons, flags, yeah, everything. And I know that it's not because he was more loved than any of the other uh, law enforcement officers that have been killed, but I feel like it's more of people are getting tired of this happening. Definitely, and and it's shows, part of a grander picture. Yeah. Exactly. And I think we have one of the best sheriffs in the state. That's just my opinion. I'm sure it's the opinion of a lot of other people, but I think this one was a was a really big wake up call for, you know, local representatives and local lawmakers to actually ensure that some change is ha is happening. Yeah. And that and that's not to say that like we've had Placer County deputies killed. And that sheriff has been just as angry and 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 voiced their opinion as much as this sheriff has. But I feel like now he's got more of the majority that are voicing their opinions. Definitely does. Definitely. Yeah. And it's just, it speaks to this. We are the majority, the silent majority. You know, the law enforcement supporting, Second Amendment supporting, you know, generally conservative rural, uh, you know, state of mind. And I, I, first thing I, I am thinking of is this whole recall Gavin Newsom petition. I signed it boldly. I hate that guy. Get him out of here. He's a scumbag. He's promoting lawlessness. He's pardoning people that are criminals. And it, it I'm sick of it. He's only been in office for what, not even two years? Yeah. And he's already got a recall. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so 
Yeah. Uh, we, we try and not get political on this show. Um, but you, you guys know that we are huge supporters of law enforcement, first responders all throughout the country. And um, it's hard in California. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Exactly. So, um, so let's, let's move on. We got, we got another law enforcement story, but it, it, it's not in this area. It's kind of crappy. It is. But I, we have two, but I, we have two stories oh, <laughs> from yeah. this area. It, this goes along with the lines of Florida man. But the, the first one is about a police officer. And I did not hear about this story until today. It's terrible. So these police officers, uh, one was the sheriff, I believe. One was the deputy sheriff. Or if it was a local police uh, agency, it was the police chief and the second. Yes, it was a police chief and the second in command. Basically, they were attending a conference in Florida. An altercation occurred. Where were they from? They were from Oklahoma. Okay. So um, they got in a, this is, they were from Escambia County Sheriff's deputies. And, uh, oh, the Escambia County Sheriff's deputies in Florida found the body of Manford Police Chief. So Manford is in Oklahoma. Lucky Miller. They responded to a report of a physical altercation at the Hilton Garden Inn at Pensacola Beach and found the police chief shot dead. Um, And it was by uh, the man for police officer, his name name is Michael Neely, and he was the second in command, basically, of the police department there. And basically, he shot the guy. I guess they had an argument. It doesn't say specifics of the argument. And at this conference, they got (laughs) upset with each other, and the dude shot him. Two police officers. So terrible story. Yeah, this is one of the times where it's like, like maybe maybe that person shouldn't have been in law enforcement. Maybe, but you never know. Yeah, people snap. Yeah, and you don't know what the whole argument was about. Um, I I mean, for me. I'd think twice before, sh- if I was a, a officer of a police department, I'd think twice before shooting at uh, one of my higher-ups. Yeah, pulling out a gun and shooting them? Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, we don't know the specifics of the story, but there's no excuse for shooting and killing somebody. No, no. Like, ever, unless your life is threatened. Yeah. Which, obviously, it isn't because they booked him, and he's in on charges of involuntary manslaughter, I guess, because apparently I didn't think he meant to kill him. But it's like if you shoot a person, there's always a risk of killing them. Yeah. So why would you? Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes you don't ever really know a person. I know in my... I know I know. there's been certain police chiefs in, in this area that have... Something's happened. Like, I remember one where a police chief uh, ended up stabbing his son with a power drill. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And, like, you have... I I still don't know the specifics on that instance, but, like, there had to be something going on, you know? There's always something else going on. Yeah. And I don't know. So I, in in my line of work, just in the fire department... Um, 
we've had you don't know people is basically what I'm getting at. We had a guy that that left. He was arrested for doing some egregious, egregious things. And before all that happened, I thought he was just kind of a he was a nice guy. Yeah, sports fan, family man, fireman, really smart paramedic. I mean, like really smart. Taught me a lot of things when I was younger, first coming up. And he was arrested, still in jail, going to be in jail for a long time, and for things that are just atrocious. And you don't ever really know people. Yeah. You know? we I don't associate with them anymore, obviously, but there was obviously something else going on that, that led up. Yeah. And it's just a really unfortunate story. Exactly. It's, it's you, you don't know someone. And it's really, it shows what Florida can do to you. Yeah. They weren't even Florida people. Exactly. You go to Florida, and you get murderous you. tendencies. Yeah. <laughs> Florida, uh, you're done. We're yeah. done with you. And speaking of Florida. We no, got, we have a second story. We do. This one's more funny. It is. Um, there was a Florida woman who ended up <laughs> blaming the wind for blowing cocaine into her purse. Yeah, so the, <laughs> so I I watch a lot of uh, sitting around the station at night, lazy firemen. You know, a, a lot of the law enforcement jokes are firemen. Well, somebody's got to keep the recliner warm. Yeah. Well, it, we sleep there at night, so I mean, at night we're gonna watch TV. Sorry, sorry. You call us if you need us, and we'll come. <laughs> Otherwise, at that's night what, that's why I'm gonna I sit down and watch the news. People get angry with law enforcement, but they're always working. They're always working. Firefighters, you know, they just come when you call hey, them and hey, you're still paying hey. them. <laughs> I do. Okay. So there has been time. People say, you know, you get paid to sleep. I said this on the last show that I was on or mentioned something about it. You you guys get paid to sleep. Okay. You wake up at two in the morning on, and do CPR on someone's grandma. Yeah. Or their five-year-old. Or run on a call with a drunk a-hole who's been, you know, drunk driving on the highway and almost killed a family. Yeah. You wake up at two in the morning and do that. Go ahead. See if you like it. We work 24 hour shifts. We get paid to be available 24 seven, but I, we watch a lot, a lot of law enforcement shows. Maybe it's because we're jealous. I don't know. (laughs) I think it is. No, I I think a lot of cops are jealous of firemen's jobs in my experience, but we'll go back and forth with that all day. But you watch, you know, uh, uh, what's on live PD. You watch cops. And you watch all these people make excuses. No, that's not mine. That's not my I, pants. No, it's that car. I mean, it's my friend's car, and I, they had it in there. I put these pants on before I left someone's <laughs> yeah, the house. Pants were, no, it's not my pants. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that was in there. So this woman <laughs> said, uh, so basically it was a, a cocaine that was found in her purse. And she said... <laughs> The cocaine found on her must have flown into her purse because it was a windy day. <laughs> Kenesha Posey, 26, said she had no idea the drug was found in her on her after she was pulled over by Fort Pierce police on March 21st. I didn't know anything about any cocaine, she told officers. According to a police report on the incident, it's a windy day. It must have flown through the window and into my, into my purse. Come on. Go buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because the odds of that are more than one in a million. Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe she's telling the truth. 
She could I be. I don't know. She she could be, but you know, I mean, it, and th- there's a uh, saying in law enforcement community: uh, you don't catch the smart ones. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, everybody has an excuse. Yeah, they and, do. And uh, that that must have been her excuse. You know, one of my excuses one time when I got pulled over for speeding, it worked. I worked for In and Out at the time. And I got pulled over on Plattsville Drive for speeding. I was going 50 and a 35. And it was like 10 at night. When I worked for In-N-Out, I'd get up at like 4 in the morning and go in, work cleanup till 2. And then I'd go to Fire Academy at night. So I'd be, you know, dead tired by the time I got home. Well, apparently this officer thought I was, you know, speeding at excessive rate. And he pulls me over and he looks at me and he goes, your eyes look really bloodshot, son. Have you been drinking? Uh, I was like, no, officer, I don't drink and drive. That's illegal. <laughs> and w- we kept talking, and he's like, well, you know, the speed limit, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I was speeding, I know. And then he asked me where I work. Well, in and out gives police officers 50% yeah. off. Yeah. Which, good on in and out that's smart. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, oh, sir, I work at in and out I got up at 4 this morning. I was doing cleanup. I'm just really tired. All right, son. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs> that's that's the excuse that's worked for me the best. <laughs> yeah. Not being a fireman. We're getting in and out. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so going along the lines of law enforcement, um, what is it, Oakland? We head to Oakland. Yes, Oakland. Which is just a mere hour and a half away from here. Yeah. Um, they have decided to not, uh, stop people for minor infractions anymore, which is the, the cracked windshields, the, the window tint that is Cause cracked windshields are racist. Yeah. Um, the window tint that is, that is too dark the on cracked, the front windshield. The broken taillight. Yeah. Um, Minor infractions like that, uh, speeding over five miles an hour. So the police have decided, or the police chief or the higher-ups, have decided they no longer want to do their jobs. Basically. Because it's racist. Which, in a way, I understand, because, I mean, you're in Oakland. Um, uh, side note, o- Oakland's not a good area. Not generally speaking. It doesn't yeah. have a reputation of being a good yeah. area. Um, I'm sure there's some good spots. And we, we don't want to offend everybody. You know? No. And we've talked about before on the show my experience with Oakland where um, when I was working for the armored guard company, I was robbed in Oakland. Oh, by the way. Yeah. I did just, we talk about the rest of that story? No, we have not. That's, okay. that's what I was going to mention. Okay. Um, let's let's I, talk about because that's exciting. Yeah. I got an update to that story. Um, so in an armored car, you have a, a driver and the person in the back. Before you start, I called this. When I heard about this, I called it. I knew. Yeah, you probably did. But continue and and tell the people what happened. Um, so you have the, the person that's driving, the person in the back that's getting out and delivering all the, the money and such. Um, when the robbery happened, I was person in the back um i had the, the gun pointed at me um in everything your face. like that yep 
And um, I'm proud of you for not going to the bathroom on yourself. <laughs> by the way, I probably would have. Um, a gun pointed at me. Yeah, in my face. Oh. So that Glad happened, and then um, I got an update. Actually, I got an update from the police department down there. They said they had someone in custody and everything like that. They wanted me to verify the person, which I said, you know. Um, they were wearing masks. Yeah, exactly. I, basically, I, I, I can't identify the person. But you know what someone looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then probably a week later, I got a text message from someone who worked at Loomis with me and said, Hey, did you see this article that came out maybe an hour before he sent it to me? I looked at it and it said that the driver of the, the armored car that I was in was part of the robbery. I called it. I knew it. Yeah. I said Uh, so. So yeah, I knew that, the whole time that happened, but um, that's how I do it. the The way I look at it is, I'm OJ I'm, Simpson. That's how I do it. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that the person that was responsible for the most part was captured. They captured three different people, um, and I mean that's that's a good story. I I, I feel like that's a good job on Oakland PD on their part because. Um, that's all who I've heard from throughout this whole ordeal and um, not Loomis by the way. Yeah. Um, and, and not the FBI, which is weird, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's good to hear that they have, they have caught some people in the whole ordeal and, um, I'm, I'm glad that they've found some people to be accountable for it. Um, it sucks. Yes. That. It, it was somebody that I was working with that I should have been able to trust. Um, but a hole. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I went back and forth on the whole thing. And so I, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about the more lighthearted part of this. When you look at, cause I, I mean, I'm pretty closely tied to you. So when I heard the story come out, I was, I was really upset. But then there's also some parts about it that were like kind of humorous and kind of like this is straight from a movie. Yeah. Um, um, so the, the driver, my driver that was involved in the robbery, he'd been planning it for seven months. And, <laughs> and That's the, straight out of a movie. Yeah. You <laughs> and um, think, I, I don't think he'd been working there for seven months. So I think he got the job to to plan on doing this. Um, but it was his uncle that he was tied to. And, um, it, like, like I said before, you don't catch the smart ones. You don't catch the smart ones. No. But when you were telling me this story and when I heard it, the dude was fairly new working for the company. When you, when, th- you, when you work it, down to work overtime in Oakland, basically, right? Yes. Fairly new. Yeah, and so, I think he'd been there maybe four months at the most. So you had mentioned that this dude... Was newer. Was newer. Yeah. And that during your week down there, when you worked, because apparently they were shorthanded, so you went down to Oakland to work overtime, mm-hmm. this dude didn't make really any mistakes that, a, new, the whole that thing. a newer person would make. Yeah. 
basically opened the door at the right time. Yeah, looked at the right spots, said yeah. the right thing, parked perfectly in between some cameras that didn't yeah. have a view in the middle of the truck. Honestly, if if it would have came out that he had nothing to do with it, I wouldn't have been surprised. So, still though, got caught. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah. So, I think <laughs> the only thing is missing is the guy should have been wearing a nun mask. <laughs> a little, I'm like, a little uh, out of town, or what, what's is that? What it's called? The movie? The town. The town. One of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Even though it's got Ben Affleck. Yeah. How do you like that novels? But Affleck. I mean, great movie. Great yeah. movie. But you basically you had a significant amount of money taken. By these dudes. And <laughs> I think it's funny how they ultimately got caught. Because I, I heard through the grapevine that these dudes were spending money like it was going out of style. Exactly. Like, let's that's go what, pay cash for a brand new car and some and, motorcycles. And a motorcycle, <laughs> yes. Yes. He, like, come on. They, they bought a new car. They bought a new motorcycle. And I'm pretty sure that's probably how it came about that it was these people. Like, I, I, I'm just thinking... If I was a criminal, if I was, you gotta lay low. You gotta lit for a long time. Yeah. And if you're gonna spend money, you're just gonna spend it on basic, basic kind of, I say basic, but luxury items. Like, okay, I'm gonna stay at this hotel. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna take a small vacation to Hawaii. Yeah. Things like people wouldn't notice that you pay for. These dudes are buying. Brand new cars and motorcycles and spending their money and yeah, like you couldn't write it any differently. Like, are you stupid? Yeah, come on. But in the end, I'm just I'm I'm glad they found the people responsible. Uh, there's still there's still one person outstanding. Did you find out about their rifles at all? That's what I want to know. Yeah, because you had suspected. I don't know if you talked about this earlier. You had suspected that possibly the rifles weren't real uh, uh, AR-15s. They were real. They were real. Yes. You figured that out. Yes. So you were staring down the barrel of an actual AR-15 with some a-hole wearing a mask robbing you. Yeah. And you didn't crap yourself. No. Congratulations. No. You're a real man. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm just glad you're alive. Yeah. Honestly. But that whole thing is just, it's it's a crazy story. It is. Who does it? I mean, and they got caught ultimately, so they didn't get away with it. Yeah. Which, in all the movies, one guy gets away. Which I guess <laughs> I mean, maybe the one guy is still outstanding. But I, I don't think he will be for long. I, I hope they get. That's him. my thought. My um, favorite part I'm, of your story, though, was when they grabbed the bags, and you said some dude took a header into like a sign or something like that. Yeah, he he went right into a little cement barrier so he didn't pole thing. he didn't realize how heavy the bag of money would exactly. be and <laughs> yeah and it threw him off balance and he took a header into a pole yeah before he got away yeah that's kind of funny yeah i mean after the fact that you didn't get shot that's kind of funny yeah i'm like i said i'm just glad they they caught some people they know who did it and i'm I'm glad that I'm still here. Yeah. And this is in Oakland, by the way, to, to go back to the story. They have decided to just not do their job and not police people. Because in the article we're reading, it says that's considered racist. 
is that racist? No. I would pull racism it, is is basing your decision on the color of the person. And you don't know when you're, you know, busted taillight, cracked windshield, you know, failed to yield, failed to use your turn signal, failed you to d- stop. You don't know, you the don't race. know their race. Yeah. You pull them exactly. over because they violated a law. Yeah. That's the reason you're pulling over. They're doing their job. Yeah. And you know, to piggyback on that and to go further, it just goes it just goes into this you know, degradation of society where people are getting away with things and then and then you go over to San Francisco where the the DA has decided not to prosecute gang prostitution or, or what was the other thing on the list? Gang, prostitution gang or, charges. or gang charges. Like they're just or oh, oh or the other one is public urina- urination. They're oh. not gonna charge people for that anymore. It's like you just are there so many that you can't handle it anymore? Like, but that's part of the con- contribution of how, how we go downhill as a society is you just start to forget about the little things. Yeah. And then it just keeps escalating to the bigger things until there's just, yeah, you know, or we don't want to prosecute that because, well, that person is black. Or that person's Hispanic. Do you know their race when you see the crime being committed always? No. I don't think so. And I don't buy that narrative that it's racist because you never know who you're pulling over. I mean, I'm not a police officer, but I driving down the highway, I can't always tell what the person is when I drive by them or when I'm driving behind them. Yeah. Like, you can't tell. You're just pulling them over because they violated a law. So, I don't know. I disagree with it wholeheartedly. And it's funny how it ties into your whole story and the location. and um, But, yeah, it's it's just terrible. I'm glad that a a good outcome came in my situation, but I'm I'm disappointed. (laughs) Maybe they got him on a broken taillight. I have no idea. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry about that. Why do you have this brand new car? Unfortunately, <laughs> you have this broken taillight, but um, it seems we've linked you to an armored car robbery. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to place you in handcuffs. Please excuse our physical actions of putting your hands behind your back and placing you in handcuffs. Making you sit down. <laughs> So violent, I know. I'm sorry. We have to take you to jail. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> that that's that's what it's come to in that area. It's sad. Yeah. That's the Bay Area though. Now. Yeah. That's what you deal with. I mean, I go down there, I go down a lot for Giants games, and that kind of stuff goes goes on all the time. It constantly smells like feces and there's needles on the sidewalk and it's just the norm. But that's not the norm. That's not what it should be. And it's out. No. It's like you said, it's the the voice of the minority now. It's or, only it's or, a squeaky wheel. It's, yeah, it's the loudest voice. Um But let's let's get away from that a little bit now. Um I wanna talk for sure about Thin Line Brewing. Um they are doing a fundraiser for Brian Ishmael and his family. On the 23rd of November, which is next Saturday, week from today. Yeah, definitely go support these guys. Yeah. Because they support 
those who serve. Yeah. Very important. But they are putting this on to benefit the family of Brian Ishmael. He was shot and killed in the line of duty on October 23rd. So it's almost a one month. It is. There's a one month anniversary because they're doing this fundraiser on Saturday, November 23rd uh, for the Ishmael family. Yes, it is exactly a one month anniversary. And there's live music too, right? Who's who's playing? Uh, They're going to have Devin Galley and the Heavy Hold. And they will also have, um, I'm looking at the flyer right now. First of all, there's beer. Which is awesome. Yeah. And and the thing is they're they they're gonna have not just their beer, but other breweries beer that they have donated for the cause. So they're all teaming up. Yeah. And it, it it's really cool to see that. I mean, we saw that with uh track seven. They did a huge thing for um Taro Sullivan, um, when she was shot and killed. That's what these cups are from. Um, and, uh, I'm pretty sure that they'll probably have, there, there's beer from all over, um, the Sacramento area. Um, but Devin Galley and the Heavy Hold, which you guys have heard from Alan Coy, who is the drummer for Devin Galley and the Heavy Hold. We had him on as a special guest earlier, um, a few episodes ago, but, um, he's going to be able to play with his band uh, in the beginning, and then they will also have the band Unleashed as well. Um, but there's going to be a lot of people there. Um, if you can, show up, please. Uh, we're not going to be doing an episode because we're all going to be there. Me, Tommy, hopefully Handy will be there as well. Um, I can't be there. I'm sorry. Yeah, you would be there. I'm on shift. That he, day. he has to work, and they don't condone. I'll send you some, some money, and you can buy some beer in my honor and drink it. Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. They don't condone drinking on duty when you're a fireman. Yeah, probably not. I mean, they want you, you know, top of the mind type <laughs> of thing. <laughs> yeah, when you call, when people call 911, they expect, like, a sober sur- person. surgeons and technical experts on everything, and you don't want to be inebriated. So yeah, I won't be going. Um, but please show up there. Um, and like I said, we we become great friends with the people there. Uh, we're probably going to be doing a live episode as well there at some point. I want to see some. I want to see some live look-ins posted on YouTube would, from yeah. the fundraiser. There, there will be that? at least YouTube or uh, Facebook Live for sure. But yeah, we'll be out there. Uh, come out and meet us. I mean, I know there's a lot of people in the Sacramento area that listen to our show, so please show up for that. Um, we want we want to show them as much support as we can. Definitely, definitely good to support your uh, local first responders, especially your police officers. I know, um, you know, as a fireman and, and and medic, generally people have a good attitudes towards us um you know they like, I like said before i don't know why because they sleep <clears throat> half their shift they like when we show up because we're there to help yeah and unfortunately the mindset people have towards you know some people have towards police officers and sheriffs is is the opposite and and they're here to help as well and it's just good that a company um 
is showing support and calling for support from the general public. And it's just good for first responders as a whole. So definitely come out and uh, show your support for these guys at Deputy Ishmael. Okay, so before we go, I want to make sure we thank MSR Arms. They're our sponsor. Um, Like I said, he's been with us almost since the beginning. Um, He sells AR-15 rifle and pistol parts. He's been a huge help to us. And... uh, I don't know. Have, have you had any interaction with him at all yet? No, I haven't yet, except for listening to the podcast. The only thing I will say is that man has a beautiful radio voice. He does. I could listen to him all day. No joke. So I hope you have him on again. Just so we, I we will. I, I told him, I said, I recently talked to him. I said, we need to get you back on again, especially since a lot of the uh, laws or bills that were signed into law um affect him in his business yeah yeah um we need to get him back on to to talk to him a little bit about that so hopefully like i said we won't have an episode next week um tommy might come out with something just a little blurb or something like that but for the most part we won't have an episode next week but hopefully the week after uh he will be on and uh definitely check for us on facebook because we'll be doing some facebook live stuff at the fundraiser at thin line but uh i definitely want to want to say thanks to msr arms because he's helped us out a lot yeah thanks for the awesome stickers (laughs) yeah pretty cool other than that i think that's all we got for today um are we are we supposed to sign out like you normally do with with tommy do you remember tommy's not here again by the way neither is handy just me and Wilson. So, do you remember? So, uh, I think I'm supposed to say, I will see you now. No, 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 no. Oh. That's mine. Oh, that's yours? Oh, okay. Okay. You say it. You start. No, you, you have to say it first. But I, I don't know what to say. Oh, yeah. It's when I say goodbye, I say, Litters on the Minji. I will talk to you then, or I will talk to you another time. Jobin. There we go.